0: welcome to the new human podcast. I am Jasmine Sterling and I have with me Sarah Powell. (laughs) Hello Sarah and today we're going to discuss a lot about power, personal power, what what power is and um, maybe even the, the, the right use of power if that's a good way to say it. Maybe the better way of saying it is how to recognize your own power so that it can benefit yourself and others. And in that way, we get a chance to really develop as a human being. So I want to find out from you in a second, Sarah, but I'll tell you what comes up for me when I think of power is I observe a lot. I was born on the day of psychological leverage, believe it or not and um <laughs> well, I observe a lot of the whole podcast I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> I know and um, you know and I've also studied I that's my first degree with psychology so I love I love transpersonal psychology so I'll watch people and especially a lot I'm around a, a, a young little three-year-old indigo child who's like going on 800 and I watch her subtly not trying to but teach her her grandmother <laughs> who's yeah. caretaking her and it's so fascinating to me because what it always boils down to is this inevitable power struggle. Here you've got this, this child who is brand new in the world, although she's ancient. And this grandmother who really loves her is a really beautiful person. And yet she's got her own you know, ideas of what it is to be a grandmother and her own ideas of what it, how to treat a three or four-year-old. And she gets stuck in between these... Especially with an indigo child, right, or or, or a child so that is a rainbow at this point, so tapped. Whatever she is, she is brilliant. I mean, she's so intelligent and intuitive and peaceful and joyful. And it's like, so I love to watch this happen. And of course, I'm always there when when I get a chance to be around them. The the grandmother will often look at me and say. Well, what, you know, what do you think of this? What, how do you think of this? And, it, and my first thing is just let the child be. You know, they're always wanting to, this old 3D system, this old archaic system is always trying to squash our natural innate power <laughs> and um, have control over it. And, and so for me, when I think of power, I think that we are extremely powerful when we are in our essence. That is what power is to me. And you know that because everything is in alignment and you feel good. You feel really awesome. And that power is, of course, coming from source. That is our energy, is our power. So, But I look at it when I'm talking about this. I look at it in the sense of wanting to be able to support that power. I look at that little power energy body walking around and soul walking around as this little three, four-year-old child. And I just want to empower it as much as possible, you know, give, give her all of the energy needed so that she can maintain and continue to grow that beautiful innate wisdom and joy that she has. So that's how I'm seeing it right now, just to open this discussion.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, what do you feel? Well, this is, as I'm, you're talking, I'm thinking there's definitely some triggers that are hitting in different ways because at this point, point in my life and and I've gone through many different phases of what power meant to me right first it was to as a child of course to be able to just be (laughs) and do what I want to do right but that's still ego or is it right or or is it coming from a deeper place that as you said trying to be squashed Um, and then it was to really feel that personal sense of empowerment right where I'm able to do things I'm able to step forward in the world I'm able to be this more free being that I want to be And I think we've all gone through different phases of this and then it was more about I want my actions to be strong solid and effective in the world I want for positive change not to empower to me has never been control over others or control over situations it's more been tapping into the self feeling of um, freedom and awareness, and not having to play by other people's rules and things like that. And now, really, for me, power is an energetic strength. It's an energetic ability where I, uh, you are in. Complete, you understand that unlimited resources of consciousness are able to work through and with and for you in this world and being able to be effective in the world for positive change, not coming from my ego mind, but coming from all of consciousness supporting our soul's journeys and things like that. That's where power Mm -hmm. feels like I'm working on it at this point. And, um something else just popped in that was related to that. When I'm completely connected in my essence, in my awareness, in the strength of my beingness and out of the worldly things that we think matter, um, then I feel that incredible power of the earth working through me. I feel the incredible power of, you know, whatever the winds and the Tao really following the flow of consciousness working through me. And the part that I'm personally, and that goes for the heavens as well, right? We were all from the stars and feeling that consciousness energy of really high vibration coming through me is powerful as well. But that's great and that's energy, but to be powerful in this world right now, I see it as back to using those things to help me be more effective at the po- at, at being that channel and that pawn of the conscious universe for positive change on this earth. Well, let's look at that for a second. Because yeah.
0: that's that's really important. Because what we have here playing out before us is, is this this ultimate power struggle, right? That's going on right now that we're seeing play out in our world. And let's let's understand why somebody would want to overtake and and overpower another being or you know any being whether it be an animal or a person what is the point because when you are experiencing your own power by knowing what your source is the last thing you want to do is to control and overtake another person's will and power it's the exact opposite and in fact that's what I was talking to with that child everything about me she's not my child But yet I feel her very strongly as, you know, a connection that I have, but I want to just empower her as much as possible. So when you know what you are, when you know how powerful you are, you don't feel any lack of that. And therefore you don't try to usurp it, you know, from something or somebody else. There's no need. There's none. In fact, the thought of it is repugnant, right? So this is the difference between what true power is. And what this control mechanism on our planet right now is showing us is what is true, real power coming from source that we all are, and then those that feel incredibly spiritually small and poor will try to usurp that power from another being, and overcome them and control them and hold them down. It's the complete opposite of what we're talking. You know what? What we're talking about here is power it literally is the complete and total inversion of it so i feel like the the need to bring that out so that we all understand the differences is you know the one source of power we're talking about comes from beauty grace love whatever it's the energetic source of everything that is in everything it's so abundant it is the air it's in the air we breathe it's so abundant when we learn to tap into it, you feel powerful. You feel like anything is possible. Why? Because anything is possible. And we do have the power for that. Okay. But completely. So,
1: yeah. So I'm gonna just dive, you know, do a little side dive there because I think you've reached something that was an interesting learning for me. Because you see it as love and light and bliss and I do too, but that's a choice because consciousness holds all the good and the bad. And Absolutely. when I tapped into the energy field of a specific being who is serving the light, but I wanted to see what he was truly made of um, to see whether I was going to trust this being to work with or not, there was unbelievable, immense power beyond behind this person. You could feel the energy, but it was light and dark. It was basically all of consciousness behind this person. It was like, oh, he was a portal to this deeper strength and power that comes through consciousness, but it was dark too, and I was first a little terrified of that, and I would say terrified lightly because that was just a mental perception of that due to my childhood programming of the dark coming through as a kid um, when I couldn't control it. But he chose that force, which held all of it, He chose to transmute that for good. And then I did another India program recently where I was asking for more power to be more effective in the world to help change it for the positive. And I started getting my wish, but I got terrified because I felt the dark come through as well. And I'm like, I don't align to the dark. I want only the light, only the light. And so I think the power is the force of all of consciousness. That holds every possibility and it's what we choose to do with it and how we choose to align with it is, you know, what is critical moving forward because the dark forces that are fighting in our world that people may or may not be cognizant of um, use that power with all of these crazy rituals and um, performances on a mass scale, predictive programming they have learned to manipulate the power of the all and use it for nefarious means. They've learned what power is and how to use it, yet those of the light have not understood that yet, for the most part. Some people have and are moving forward in that direction. And if we all understood how powerful we could be using the entire force of consciousness beyond, through us and behind us as part of us and letting that take over and take care and help change the world for positive, it would wash out those few beings who are doing the negative. We have Well, exactly. Yeah. That's, a, that's a really good point because you can't have the yin without the
0: yang. This is just, it's it just is what it is. The power does hold all of consciousness. So thanks for bringing that up because. What is it that we can do it's it's a frequency the alignment that we choose is a is a frequency the thought or the feeling that we're feeling is what's choosing because the universe reads us as a frequency so whatever frequency we are putting out right that is going to become our reality or become our experience or it is going to be the resonance of what we draw in in my what i just went through something the other night because it was It was interesting that I had this really bizarre dream that I do not typically have dreams where I see like a dark shadowy energy or anything like that. I don't typically have those kinds of experiences at all. But I did, I had this dream. And um, when I woke up, I was left feeling a little, this is weird, I just feel strange. And, And I'm like, ew, I don't like this feeling. This doesn't feel right. What I did immediately, my knee-jerk reaction is a really good knee-jerk reaction that has been um, something I've trained myself to do. It's a good habit. If if I don't feel I'm in alignment with something I want to be in alignment with, I immediately go into gratitude. Mm. And it's worked for me every time because I find it's something you can do super simply. The first thing I did was I just went, wow, I remember this has worked so many times before. And I went, I'm so grateful for my cat you know, things that I know that I just feel that resonance with, whatever, whatever it may be for you. Right. But it's like the second I felt the gratitude, boom, nothing. It's, it's a frequency war. When you're talking about these power struggles, it is what is going to hold your frequency down through disempowerment or what is going to raise your frequency through empowerment. It's all power. It's just like you say, it's which, which one are you going to align with? And A lot of times that has to do with whatever lessons we need to learn and you know, what we're choosing to become, you know, what, how we're choosing our mastery and the different things that are going to happen with that. But I see it all as frequency and it makes it a lot easier for me. It's the feeling. So I just go right into gratitude.
1: I am so grateful. I think that's a beautiful, beautiful way to do it. But you just said something that I don't want you to go past because it's so critical. And you said um and i'm going to paraphrase cuz i don't remember the exact words but you're talking about feeling powerful and i think from the moment we're born we don't feel powerful back to where you started as a 3 year old child we have our family trying to shut us up tell us to behave don't cry Feed the baby if they express anything. Whatever it is to keep us mm-hmm. in a state of happy. You know what? Everything isn't happy. <laughs> Everything isn't. Follow the rules. Be quiet. I mean, there's a million of them. And all of, none of that stuff is it, it, it's disempowering um, to the child, to the baby. We're being taught how to live in our society. Great. There's, there's a reason for that. Understandable. But it can't be the only option. So I think from our very earliest moments, we're disempowered. So how do people go back and steal that self-empowerment? Because if the dark side, quote unquote dark side, understands how to use power to their benefit, we have to, we, we're have we starting way further back. We have to go from a place of feeling disempowered, whether we're aware of that or not, we mostly do, into a place where we feel self-power into the deeper place where we understand and learn how to harness the good uh, the good of and the power of all of creation through us so we're we're already starting way behind so right. and we need to catch up really fast if we're going to keep the earth on a positive track so how do we, how do we start let's just go there for a moment okay, that's, that's
0: a good place because what keeps coming up for me is selflessness, serving others, serving, serving, serving. That's what keeps coming up for me. Because I think we've talked about, you know, being still and going into, you know, deeper states of meditation. And it's a very passive um, consciousness when we go into our own silent space where all power exists. That's awesome. But we can't live in the Himalayan cave. And this is not our lesson for this time period right now we are meant to be able to actively bring this power and this empowerment out into the world yeah. right so we can help raise the frequencies for for all of us by doing that taking that responsibility so besides the different things we can do like meditate and go into the higher frequency emotions and thoughts you know forgiveness and um you know all of, all the different attributes of love that's one thing but then as an action, I think it's that next level. And love, love is power in in the way that, you know, I see it. Power is everything, but I'm always going to be in the alignment of love if I have a choice. (laughs) And I do have a choice. So I stick to that. And I want to go into that if I find myself not being in that higher frequency that feels very disempowered or very ineffective in my life, just feeling um, unacknowledged or ineffective or, you know, just feeling like crap or whatever it might be. But when you suddenly place it in, I am going to give of myself, I am going to do something. And that is an external movement. It becomes an active movement, one from sitting in meditation to actually moving into the world. That is a very critical thing that we need to be able to do right now, because it also changes everything. And then once you start with your intention to just serve, another being. It could be an animal or a pet. It could be a plant. It could be a person. It could be anything. It's just the intention that the heart is there to express this love for no reason other than love itself. Other than that is what you are made of. And you know that if you go into that place, it will raise the frequency of everything around you. And you get a chance to experience the love that you are, the power that you are by doing that. And it changes everything.
1: It, it's true. Seva and service does change everything, but I'm going to put an opposing view out here for just a moment, because my path as a child was very different for me. The first thing I can do to engage my own self power is saying no, because That's way. absolutely. Cause my entire life has been not my entire life, but growing up and through the years, my entire life was putting other people before myself, putting what my family wanted before me, saying yes, even if it's not the right thing for me. So the first thing I had to do to learn personal power were boundaries, um, self-care, and saying no to people and honoring myself over someone else's wishes for me. Now that's not true, Seva, you know, just uh, being No,
0: that is supposedly what we're supposed we have that at age two. You go through the terrible twos, right? The terrible twos are where you say no to everything. But the thing is is nobody acknowledges it as meaning anything. They're just like, oh you're in the terrible twos. They're gonna say no 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 and you just have to override
1: it. We carry this through our lives because when I look back all of the choices I have made It was partially for myself and definitely a lot for someone else. And so for me to heal before I can even take on power, you know, out of all my chakras, my third chakra to this day, the solar plexus chakra, which is our root source of our power in this incarnation, that is still having challenges. And that's where I have to work on the most. Because I have been disempowered by all of those circumstances and beliefs that I was taught about doing things for other people, doing things for the sake of looking a certain way, doing things for, you know, because someone don't want to hurt those person's feelings or want to make them proud or all of those crazy levels of programming. That for me, the easiest and first thing I had to do to learn self-empowerment To even understand power, because it has to start with self empowerment before we can go deeper into it, is say no, no, I'm valid. My beliefs are valid. My feelings are valid. What I believe right now, what I feel, is valid, and I don't care to live in compromise anymore. And and then when once you get to that place, being in service for others is the best thing you can do. But until you get that place where it's not pulling at you in the way it shouldn't be because of your own particular programming, that's going to make it worse for some people like me. But you yeah, have to,
0: yeah, it has to be genuine. Right. It has to be genuine. And you have to follow what, I mean, we're, we're having both at the same time. So, so much of the time you're having to practice, which is really horrifying for whatever reason on this planet, to be able to just be who you are and to claim it. It has to do that. Has been so difficult that it has caused it has caused so many um, arguments in my with my relationship with my mother. It's interesting how this can come up in certain dynamics, and a lot of women that I've spoken to, and a lot of movies that I've seen, and a lot of television shows kind of reflect this, where there's this power struggle between the maternal and the the mother and daughter relationship a lot for a long time television and movies and psychology has been around this, trying to heal this maternal um, force of disempowerment that's been going on. And of course, externally, that's how it's going to keep this this dark force. That's how it's really going to keep us from evolving if we're not careful, because it is going to take that very natural, the most sacrosanct energy, on our planet, the, the creative mother nurturing element, and and pitted against the next generation of that beautiful maternal sacrosanct energy in the same family structure. I mean, you can't you can't get. You, we need each other so badly, and we need that understanding in that actual love, unconditional love, right. so badly. And to have that pitted against us, like what we've experienced in the last couple of years with families, if they didn't do one thing or if they were on one side of an issue or the other, it literally was ripping families apart. And if you're not aware of what the dark forces do to keep us disempowered, then you're going to start to see it now because that's exactly what the point was, was to disempower us so that our 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 natural ability to to have a family and love one another within our family which is so core. Yeah. It is it is so core for us that if that is ripped apart anything do anything with us <laughs> you have no power because now you can't even go to your mother for, you know, advice or love. Where are you going to go? But well, if it's obviously it has to be from within, but in this process of under of, of working in the world or being in the world as we evolve or we can't just go sit in a Himalayan cave. We have to learn how to bring this power out into the world, right? And we have to learn how to be able to absorb the power that we align with. Mm. And that typically is with the mother, the maternal, the unconditional love. Now, that doesn't, it's its a feminine quality. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's the
1: female body. It's the feminine Quality. So let me make that really right. clear. So the feminine quality that comes in is stereotyped. A woman with too much power in this world is stereotyped as what? So this is very, very complex for women. When you even start with the mother and, you know, there's that whole power um, dynamic going on. And then maybe we break free from our family for a while and we step in the world. What is a powerful woman called? There's all sorts of four-letter words that she's called <laughs> or five-letter words. Um, so, you know, that's another way women have been disempowered. And I don't want this to be a male-female thing because we really talk about the being we don't want to talk about, well,
0: and it's masculine and feminine, it's the masculine and feminine. And anytime there's been the hijacking of the dark side to make a woman who's in power look, um, un you know, like not feminine, yeah. and, then, and then a man, if he decides he wants to step into the role of the mother or whatever, to look, um uh, demasculated right. 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 somehow. Yeah. Of
1: course, that's shifting, thank god. You know, we're firm believers of as follow your soul, be what you want to be, express who you want to be. But know that's that exactly need that. You we that are all beings yep. and those are the beings we're talking about. We are fully supportive of whatever gender or whatever absolutely. Yeah, that, that goes even one thing and say and the being is who we want to keep this conversation about. We always want to draw back to the beingness. So just try and live as your soul and your being and the rest of it is fine. It's fine. Um, So I just wanted to clarify that just because I know that's such a heated topic and I don't want um, to misrepresent that. Uh, Not that we're trying to misrepresent that, but things get heard very different ways um, by different ears who have all this programming. So I just wanted to clarify that and call that out. But... um, yeah, so that's the second way women are the second way men or women beings are disempowered. So first is through our family relations. The second is through what the world talks about power, and then when you get into a working environment, right? Someone's going for it. They're just trying to. Uh, well, you know, that's just a whole other level of. What well, that's in the scale, that's
0: the worldly thing again. It's that worldly what people this are calling judgment, power, which was right, what people right. Like to do with power, right? It's a societal, um, it's a societal label, yeah. So, and and that's
1: just, go ahead, yeah. We're just talking it's about perceptions and judgments, and so we need right, to see exactly. on all of that. So, how do we get true power? How do we find that true power? So, really, it's understanding first and foremost what we are. We are a being that is made of the substance of consciousness. Once we go down this road of living more and more as a soul and less as an ego, some of that stuff starts to fall away, which is needed. And the beautiful thing is that we see that when we put efforts in the right direction, the entire force of the universe lines up to help us on our path and that's something that everyone will see repeated over and over again as we take those steps we're supported in so many ways and bent over backwards as i say
0: to help us out in that way
1: yeah so that's starting to change our beliefs i think in that respect once we see that our beliefs start to change and we have this greater understanding of not being alone struggling to get heard or struggling to get seen or struggling to get famous or struggling for whatever it is we want that we think is empowering to ourselves. But we kind of ease back understanding that every step along the way is a step in the right direction when you're in that universal flow, when you're in the Tao. Well, yeah. And also you see here that you have creative power. It's the creative
0: power that allows you to step back when you realize that you you are the one that has the power there's no need to go after it externally when you know you can create it from your own being (laughs) you know And, and that's really that's that's really i think where it separates from going needing to go out and do all these things in the world there's nothing wrong with seeking fame or seeking and being you know this big force externally there's nothing wrong with it but i think it's a lot easier and it's a lot more fun certainly um, when you realize that it's coming from your own creative essence and we are you know made in his image type of thing we the, the creator is creation it's creator and we are creative and there's the more we can go into that essence you know the sooner we can do that the better and then yeah. we can again it creates a coherence around this energy that is made of the universe and if it's going to keep bringing us deeper, have more fun. I call it fun because that's what fun is to me is when I am in alignment and I see my manifestations and I see the synchronicities and I see these seemingly miraculous things happen. It's like, nothing is more fun than that. I'm serious. It's just, wow, this is so cool because now you're looking under the veil of, of reality itself. You're like, you're, you're, you can see it. You're playing with it. You know, it's, Right. And, that is power to me. That is power.
1: Yeah. And to get there, uh, we talked about this a little bit in the last podcast. To get into that state, we really do need to lose a lot of the things that are blocking us so that consciousness can flow clearly through us. And then it becomes easier and easier to fall into that state of just thinking about something and it will happen. There's been a whole string, and Jasmine hears these stories of like, I needed a vacuum. I manifested a vacuum. I just had a thought, like not just a vacuum, but the exact vacuum I had in my Amazon cart that I hadn't purchased yet. I needed um, just whatever I think I'm going to need. Somehow it manifests and shows up cheap, super cheap or free. I needed, I had a thought like, oh, it would be really good to have another air conditioner in this house. And I go walking down the street and there's a perfectly good – or to get some exercise in a town six miles away from here where I, I go for some exercise um, many evenings. And there's a perfectly brand new – well, used but great condition – air conditioner sitting there saying I work, used, and it's the same kind that I have in my house already. And, and so <laughs> it's just like that magic comes through and you see the power yes. – that thoughts can create that was just a fleeting thought it wasn't even i'm going to go get this it, and but yet it manifested the same exact brand of air conditioning in you, my house. because you're in you're in 5d you're in this you're in the
0: scalar energy you're in that scalar field and everything is right there and you when you see it yes it is it's a thrill but i i want to touch again on the subconscious because when we're talking about there's so many people that I've spoken to, and including myself, definitely at times where you're like, dang it, what is wrong? I can't manifest anything that I want. Right. And yep. it's typically around love and money, right? For me, it's, you know, it's like when I feel disempowered and I have to step back and go, well, why do I feel disempowered? I know that I'm in alignment because I am seeing these different um, manifestations happening. So it's like, do I really need this thing that I think that I keep wanting? I mean, sometimes the universe or whatever, ourselves, our higher selves will protect us from things that we think we want. Right. And when one door closes, often will happen where I'm on a trajectory and then all of a sudden everything just slams shut.
1: And it's like, what right. you're a great manifestor. So You're able to manifest things, know <laughs> that, the and universe, like, yeah. You're manifesting, but that's not in your highest good, Jasmine. So, no, oh, sorry, because right. right, I get that's that. not what you want. You, that's not really what you want. And besides that, if you go in this direction,
0: it's going to deter you from the thing that's right around the corner over here, right? And so, boom, close the store. And you have to just be able to go trust yourself, trust, just go, oh, you know, it's not because you're a horrible manifester necessarily it just is part of a process of being protected and you'll see that too over and over again where you're like wow yeah. good thing that didn't happen and you just you trust how life works with you but i, I want to i i want to touch on the subconscious thing a little bit because because of so many people saying no, no 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 this manifestation thing doesn't work i've tried i'm spiritual i'm this i'm that i've been doing this 50 years and it's not it's just like well kind of going to go back to what Einstein said, it's not really just some weird, you know, la la land philosophy. This is actually physics. So, no, you, you, there's something in you that's blocking it. Or, like I just said, it's something that is on your you highest good. You really, from your highest good, do you really need that? Because there may be something going on there that's not really good for you. And it's protecting you. So why don't you sit in that for a little bit and really see which one it is. And if you really, really, really want it, look at it from a different angle, approach it, try different things and see what comes up in your manifestations that way. It's typically what I see is it's the subconscious, because when I'm speaking to these people, it's glaringly obvious that there are things going on that they are hiding to themselves. I can see them, but they don't want to sit. So for me, it's easy to see. Now, of course, someone could look at me and say the same thing,
1: and yeah, that's the process. See our own stuff, when, see other
0: people's <laughs> Yeah, it's you know when people are aware and you're around people that you love and are tend to be very you know highly high frequency. They're going to see things. You can see their stuff. They can see your stuff, and typically, if you you know they'll will share it and go. God, you know, can you see that? And can I see this? And we help each other. Yeah. And when somebody doesn't want to see something it's typically, that's the very thing that they need to see. That's the the dark side, the shadow side of us. And that's why it's so important to be open. It's so important to go, you know what, it may not be true. It may not be true. You don't have to absorb it. Like it's, you know, God's word, but if there's an openness to, huh, you know, maybe there's something there and you let yourself see it, you'll find out and you'll go, Hey, you know what? No, that's that person's thing. Or hey, there's something in me that I might be able to refine, or wow, it might open up a whole lot of aha moments. And then the manifestation can go through because you're not blocking it somehow. So the subconscious is something that is uh, massive in, in being a human being right now
1: until we bring things forth into our consciousness. So... Yeah. And our subconscious holds all of the programming where we don't believe we're enough and we don't believe we're powerful. And so that's the stuff we, we can start in small ways. Like I was just saying to someone the other day, like if you're going to change anything, you just have to find one thing to be happy about just one thing. And they're like, Oh, I'm happy all the time. I'm like, no, you're not. You complain all the time about everything. And that was a big aha moment for that person. Because that is the breakthrough, right? Because we tend to repeat what we believe about ourselves mm-hmm. um, and in many ways that we don't even realize. And we don't tend to necessarily talk or think about ourselves as powerful or positive. And we need right. to understand <laughs> the level of power we hold. And that will start to change the subconscious programming. And then the more right. we see power come through in action... The more it changes as well, and I think what you were talking about with the being blocked, um, I've seen so many times that things will just manifest and show up so easily. But at the same time, I'm looking for something different that's bigger, seemingly in my life to change, and it won't change. And of course, there's part of me that's like, well, why? What am I not tapping into? What am I not seeing? And in hindsight, I've always seeing that oh there were a million reasons why that happened not just one or that didn't happen and not just one Mm -hmm. but there's a whole conundrum of how these things all come together and i'm being protected or it's this is leading to somewhere else or this is going to put me in a safer place or this is going to put me where i can be in service and um so it's it's about like the manifestation because i want to circle back on it too it's like put the energy into that creation And if it doesn't go, that's the part, you know, what is it? Let Something and let go. Like put the energy out there, but then you have to let go of it. Because if you don't create anything at all, and I saw this for years too, I'm not creating anything. I'm just creating, I'm recreating habits and patterns that I'm trying to change when you're not actively creating our bold new world. Um, (laughs) If we're actively creating our bold new world, and things are not going our way. It seems. Just know it's likely there's a bigger picture. If mm-hmm. and that persistence will take you another way or take you somewhere that's better. Or in hindsight, will show you shortly down the line why that thing didn't happen. Right. So I think like we're both great manifestors, and we've had these lessons many times because mm-hmm. oh, I'm creating all these things and it just falls apart when when the universe was. I was trying to move to other cities. This happened a couple of times in my life. And I'd get all these jobs and I'd get all this stuff, like friends and places to live. And then, out of nowhere, for no reason at all, everything would just fall through. And I'd be like, what just happened? I just manifested this magnificent everything I thought I wanted and needed, and poof, it all disappeared at the drop of a hat. And this happens. This then reality. Yeah. <laughs> You just have to look Okay. And then when I moved on or didn't move to those places or didn't stay in those places and moved elsewhere, I completely saw why the universe wanted me to move on or move elsewhere because something better for me was in that other situation. So I think it's even harder if you are a good manifester and you're wondering why things aren't working. Like, hey, I am powerful at this. And yet the universe has that knowing that we don't. Um, and the more we tap into that, we talk about in our player cognizance we can, um, in our Claire Cognizance podcast, sorry, we can understand and understand and see what's happening in real time other than just feel the effects of it and like, oh, well, what, what just happened? <laughs> you know, when you can tune into the, the universal flow, you can understand what's happening a little more in real, real time. And it's not such a shock to the system. And it's not, oh, I did all these things to manifest and I thought I was powerful. And no, I'm really not powerful. That's not it.
0: It's, right. We're here, and we're here to help, remind, and inspire that this—that everybody's going to be going through this, or is going through this, in whatever level and whatever process. And you know, it's all super valid, and it's really nice having people that understand you. It's really, really important to have at least one other person in your life that will see the higher part of you all the time. Yeah. all the time. Even if, if you're in your lowest place, they're still going to see that that is just a momentary thing. That is not who you are, that you are the most powerful being that you are a creator God, and there's nothing you can do about it. This is just the reality of it. Conscious you know? Company, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, we used to call it conscious company, and it was the most beautiful part about being in a community of people that saw that in each other. There's nothing more beautiful and and more empowering than than being around that. So we're here because we would like all of humanity to be conscious company with each other. All of humanity. And this is why I believe we are here and it does have a lot to do with taking responsibility to raise our frequencies so that we do align with realities that are higher and more loving and you know really Really are in alignment with all the attributes of love, wisdom, and beauty, and kindness, and uh, freedom, and yeah, all of this
1: stuff that we just ah. When you, this is what we're here for. So, but we have to for be each able to see power and process, right? Because mm-hmm. and the entire world will try and disempower us. So we need to support each other so that we can move forward as a powerful group of light workers and of the new human, because. If we're not supporting each other, how are we going to? It's really hard out there, you know? And if you don't have that support and you don't find the community of like-minded people, the entire world is set to disempower you. It's it's set. It is
0: right now. It is right now. And it's been that way for a long time. (laughs)
1: Probably for yeah the, the world just says you have to do it this way you have to follow society's rules or else you if you don't get a job and pay your bills or else you're going to be living out on the street and your survival's at stake okay. if you don't learn how to get along with other people which is an act of love not <laughs> but but you know if you're just following that ego and you don't you're not going to survive in sub- sub- society either So there's multiple reasons why we're taught certain things, but it's constraints across the board on self-empowerment. Like you can get a self-empowered to a degree. And we just can't let the world hold us back anymore. Like we have to learn to tap into power, not be afraid of power and what it brings, not be afraid of what the dark is trying to do to gain control and power and use those same methods in the light because that is how we're going to change this world because it's critical right now and and doing that a lot of
0: times will bring up energies that you're not used to experiencing as emotion i.e anger or even rage or you know different things that might be in there that have been suppressed and it's like the mama bear you know, when it, there's reasons why we have the anger and we've gotten into this before, but when you said that, it really showed me a lot of times for us to really claim our power, like watching this four-year-old going on 800 do when she's saying no, right? Because and really what she was saying is I have to go to the bathroom. And the mother, the grandmother was saying, no, you don't, not right now. And she's like, yes, I do. And the grandmother's like, just hold on. She's like, no, you want me to, and I could just see this. It was like, she, she, her voice was getting louder and louder to the point where she finally just screamed and cried. And then the grandmother paid attention. Now the whole time, of course, the next time I said, you just need to listen to her when she says that it's okay. If you stop the tennis game, you know, it's like, I get it. Cause I can see what that could cause later in life. Right. If she doesn't feel that her voice is going to be heard. So right right then and there, and she got it. They all got it. Everyone got it. And it's no big deal. And now it's a, it's a total non-issue. But that's the beauty of seeing it and bringing it out, calling it out and going, huh, you know, we, we, need to, we need to be aware. So if those things, if your little three-year-old was not listened to, which probably wasn't in most ways back then, you know, then there may be some things that need to come out. And that's fine. Just recognize them for being suppressed.
1: Coming I out, let out. Too. yeah. Let let's them out. let's talk about comes yeah. out because that's a huge thing in the process. Because, like I said, my first way to taking my power in my adult life was saying no. But you know what comes with that? Like I worked through many, many, you know, energy processes and things like that to remove anger and all the like all the things that come off of anger, which is control, revenge, blah, 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 all of those things. So, so you don't have to go through those. Let's talk about just releasing that emotion because you know once you see it, it's it's able. Your there's an ability to not have to go down that path every time it shows up. But there's still an energetic imprint in your body, and so yeah, And if that you energy, to release those. If the energetic imprint is in there,
0: it's going to draw those frequencies. You're going to draw the situations you need to release them, and there's that's that's how you know. The, life's gonna work with you because it's just, it's a frequency game. So if you're feeling that and it's in there, it's gonna bring them to you and you're gonna go, why am I around so many angry people? Why did I just get yelled at for no reason whatsoever? This isn't fair, the world's not fair. You know what? There's something in you that's drawing that and it's okay. It's just, let it make you upset, let it make you cry, let it make you do whatever it does and then you can let it wash it through. It just, what it does is it discharges, whatever is in there that you're not even aware of. It's a charge. It's literally an electrical, right. charge. It's an it's an electrical charge charge. It just needs to be. And I see sometimes even car accidents, accidents that happen, physical accidents. A lot of times I see are the need for boom, for this question. Yeah, you're right. It's an energy release. It's an energy release for both parties. Mm-hmm. that are involved are all parties that are involved in that and it's really <laughs> wild to watch when you're aware of really what's going on i mean i i just yeah I i'm laughing something.
1: because i just thought of something um, many years ago when you said that car boom um i didn't mean to have an inappropriate laugh there was something behind it that i was thinking of i you know the, i'm all about letting it out and i always tell people go get in your car Go into a parking lot where no one's around, roll up the windows, take a pillow with you, scream at the top of your lungs, and beat the crap out of that pillow until you release it from your body. Don't hurt anyone else. Do it in a space where no one's around and you can let it out because it's just an energetic charge that needs to happen. But the reason that I laughed when you said that was because I had a vision of something that I remember once in a while but I forgot. And I was um, way back in my early 20s when I was working in the music business I went out to L.A. and stayed with an acquaintance that I also met through the music business. And, you know, we were acquaintances, not good friends. And so, you know, when people are so different, um, things just, you don't always gel. And I liked her. She liked me. But we, there was definitely some frustrations that were coming up for both of us. And we went somewhere and we got on bumper cars and we kept jamming those, we kept speeding up and slamming those bumper cars into the wall, into each other, and it was a complete energetic release. So when you said car crash, my mind immediately went to the scene of me and this girl and our long hair flying as we're slamming these bumper cars all over the place just to get that energetic release out. And then we went on our way and we had a great time. So there's things that was a good way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> And it's not harming anyone.
0: Car accident.
1: Yeah, exactly. So when you said car accident and I chuckled, that's what I was chuckling about. I had the vision of long hair flying in the bumper, like in the breeze as the bumper cars just went crazy. So <laughs> that's cute. the point is, let it out. Like, don't harm another person. Do it in a completely um, benign way. And
0: don't harm yourself. Yeah. You know, but the one, the one common thing Definitely. that people will do is to become passive aggressive mm. and it'd be like, oh no, I don't get angry. And then they'll go home and they'll punch a hole in the wall and go, oh no, I just um, accidentally did that. They don't claim any, like they're be above and beyond the anger. It's just like, that is such crap. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> passive aggressiveness can be turned inward or it can be turned, you know externally. And it's just not dealing with what you need to deal with and, you know, being emotionally intelligent, which means you're aware of your emotions so that you can deal with them appropriately. It's, yeah. you know, so that's that's one common. Yeah. These are just little things that can come up that you see over and over again when you've lived in spiritual communities where there's typically, you know, like we've talked about this before, where there's the namaste sister and brother of light. And yet underneath that is just the seething energy that you know is obvious that is, it's there's something very ungenuine about what's going on. So the more genuine we can be with ourselves, the more genuine you're going to be with other people. And by accepting that you are all of these powerful emotions and this powerful creator and you know everything in between, and it's a process and you're in different levels at different times, you know it's it will work itself through as long as you're genuine and your intention is to evolve and grow. And love. There's there's no other way around it if that's your true intention. And then um, and then Sarah and I are here to to help inspire, to help you feel like you're no, you're not crazy. You're normal, or you're crazy and you're normal. Because a lot of times it does seem like we're crazy, and yet that is seems to be the new normal now. <laughs> so you know, it's it's all good. Someone else's definition of uh, <laughs> right. That's it. Right. Like, anyway, so. Yeah, I think uh, I think this is a really good place to kind of wind it down because we've covered a lot of really good stuff in this, and
1: between yeah. this and our
0: our our Cog, Claire Cognizant podcast prior, there's a lot of good things to to go in um, and really let sink in for yeah. for this time period right now. So yeah. I just want to say. I I just wanted to say, because I'm just going to sign off because this is like, this feels really, I'm going into meditation right now. My eyes are closing. The energy is really high for me. I just, again, you know, i just experienced myself as you and oneness can't, you can't help it. Oneness, we know we are each other and there's so much love, so much love for everybody that's it's drawn to this. God, am I going to cry? Are you serious? Let
1: it out. God.
0: Don't repress. Well, not I, mean, power. It's so, of course. I know, I know, I know. It's I just, know. it's, the, it's the, the joy, the joy of sharing that joy of actually doing this podcast and sharing who we are, sharing what I am, what I want to give, what I want to give to the world to pure, vulnerable, raw, genuine place, you know? So I'm really grateful to everybody that, is listening, and I'm really grateful to you, Sarah, for pushing me a bit to not pushing but just offering this opportunity to really allow this to get to it off the ground. Oh, <laughs> you know, just all of it. So, I'm going to sign off and say, Love you all. We'll see you soon or chat at you soon. Make sure that, um, you know, if you do resonate with this, share it with other people because it might transform their life in some way, and that's what we're here for. So, all
1: right. Until next time. Bye-bye. Yeah. Thanks everyone. Um, My heartfelt gratitude for everyone for listening and for Jasmine for sharing this journey and this podcast did come up spontaneously that way. And um, really we're on this path and we love to talk about the process and we talk about different aspects of it, but we're not giving, you know, first you do this, then you do this kind of instructions on the way. Um, Yet. That's always available if people want more guidance and instruction. Jasmine and I have been doing this for a long, long time. So we are here sharing the journey with everyone. We don't offer information as teachers, but we share them as people on the path as well. So love to everyone. Thank you for listening. And until next time.